This week on Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad, we asked the question of what possesses a man to play with toys like a child. Is he a man? Is he a child? Or is he something in between? In the next 60 seconds, we're going to find out. Hi, Matt. Are you a child? At heart. Oh, there you go, everybody. That's also a good Chad's answer. Here. I'm here. <laughs> he is here. Drinking liquor. Now, we do have Matt here. I think, uh, Chad, did you promise everyone that Matt would be here last week? I don't remember what we talked about last week or how we ended the show. <laughs> oh, God. I may have. Um, the thesis of this episode is Matt really knows his way around a Gundam model and the property in general. And Cameron and I built some Gundam models and we thought we would have an episode about Gundam. And that could be fun. Are you having fun, everybody? Everyone takes a drink. Now, before we get two heads heads up into it now, we did have a cliffhanger question I wanted to Google. So, Gundam did start as an anime before it was model kits. Oh! I don't know if you did any, like, history stuff out of curiosity, Chad. Absolutely not. So the the creator wanted to tell a story about cool robots that were like machines of war. And ultimately it would have been an anti-war message with like a more serious tone. But part of getting a cartoon done is like, of course, the budget that comes from toy sales. So the toy company was like, no, 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 they got to be bright colors. We want blue and red, make them white. And he's like, no, they should be metal like tanks. No, 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 we got to sell them. So he compromised a lot. Toys didn't sell that good. The show got canceled. Bandai was like, well, hey, the show has this serious tone to it that resonates with older kids and teenagers. And we're trying to expand our model kit business. So we're going to buy the rights to Gundam and make robot model kits. And then that helped bring the show back. And they did more cartoons. Uh, And basically the whole history of Gundam is a constant yo-yo between uh, narrative push and then toy need to push that hasn't really equilibriumed out yet <laughs> it really hasn't um and yeah dude you you did a you did a that, that that's a decent uh synopsis of the the crazy crazy history that that is gundam and like i've just i mean i'm definitely more than a casual fan but the history is quite interesting after the initial uh show released and they started to make the model kits um the main director um yushiyuki tomino actually did get to make the darker grittier show that he wanted and that's actually one of everyone's favorite parts of the original show or, or the original series which one is that uh, was that like the movie no uh there there are there are a few movies throughout the um there's several different um timelines that that exist in gundam um, the original one is just called the Universal Century, and then from that you get the the Cosmic Era, the Future Century, uh, the the Neo Era, the Future Neo Era, which is G Gundam. Uh, there's a bunch of new ones where the model kits are like a real thing that exist. Uh, there's uh, the Gundam Wing stuff that's all over the board. Um, but I think that that's an interesting concept that a lot of other anime don't explore. Uh, and I wish they did, where they just take the same like premise or concept of the show, and then just like do something 
completely different with it. I think a lot of shows could benefit from throwing their ideas into a different like genre or something like that. Uh, but that's wishful thinking, and I'm not that big of an anime guy. I really just like Gundam. Now, speaking of how stupid <laughs> anime is and how it's for gays and homos, um, Chad, did you know what the name Gundam means? Like, where that comes ooh, from? Ooh, I would love to talk about well, I want to know if Chad I, Um, It sounds really close to condom, so I'm guessing it has something to do with how fans don't have a lot of sex. That's close, but Matt will uh, get into more depth there. So, uh, originally, the show was going to be called um, Freedom Fighter Gunboy, um, but they couldn't get um, a consistent um, idea for that, or they can they couldn't uh, market a uh, little child being a war hero. <laughs> um, so the word Gundam is actually a portmanteau of gun and freedom. Oh, oh I feel like someone told me that once. I think I probably told you that while I was at your house. Hold that on sounds familiar. So I, gotta, I just my hold on, my alarm is going off. <laughs> so uh, the, that's where Gundam comes from is gun and freedom. But he he wanted to play with it more, and in Japanese culture and language, they really love when words have multiple meanings. And so he wanted to play with that more, and he realized, well, gun is its own word. What if we made uh, Dom its own word, and they changed it from Dom to Dam? In like a gun dam that death. holds back water, the same way that a strong gun holds back enemies. So it's literally a gun dam. And oh, I always thought Gundam was just like a name, but when it's broken down into literally gun and dam as just two words, it's like that's the stupidest name I've ever heard. <laughs> no, 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 because there is a stupider word that they came up with uh, in the last decade. That I myself and am not a fan of. So um, I don't know how much research that you did, Cameron. But but I, I'm happy that you that you did a little bit. That 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 that's great. So the um, the plastic models kind of started to become you know their own thing. So now they call them Gunpla. That stands for Gundam Plastic and. I hate that word so much. Yeah. It sounds so stupid. Uh, Gunpla is a problem to me because I feel like it works in writing. Like when, when message boards were more popular and it was only text, that never bothered me. But uh, as soon as I've heard, like, I'm listening to a YouTube video and the guy says, and on the topic of Gunpla, I want to talk about Gunpla. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna not listen anymore. I'm yep. good. It, it is cringy. And, and you know what? Maybe, it, like, maybe in Japanese it, it sounds a lot better. Um because there is a show, like there, like I said, there's, there's a show that exists where they, the, the characters make their own plastic custom models, yeah. and they fight each other, and that it, that's really fun. But hearing humans say it in the real world is one of the most odd things. And as a 33-year-old man who builds plastic models for children, I just call them Gundam models. Yeah, that, I'm fine well, for one that. thing... You don't have to explain what that means to a layman, right? If someone's like, what's your hobby? You're like, I build Gundam models. They'll be like, oh, yep. I heard the word model. I can assume a lot. If you say, I build yes, Gundam, exactly. they're going to be like, the fuck is that? Yeah. Ex exactly. You only use that term around people that already use that term. I don't. 
absolutely I, not. <laughs> uh, Chad, I want to ask, what's your history of Gunpla? Was this your first model? I think this was my first model. Um, okay. Back in the olden times, I want to say I would have had to have been in like elementary school. I, I feel like I was watching some version of Gundam on Toonami. Probably. I don't remember which one it is or which one it was. It might. I, I feel like there was like a countries coming together and they're having kind of like a tournament. Oh, that was G Gundam. Okay, so that that, was, that is. That, I watched yeah, that. That was G Gundam. That show is a, amazing. I remember liking it as a kid. I think I bought a toy, but I don't believe I had to assemble it. I think it was like an action figure. Yes, um, they actually made they they sold a lot of uh, like Gundam action figures, um, like battle damage toys, and a lot from the G Gundam and the Gundam Wing series. I actually still have a few um, from when my brother and I used to have a whole bunch of them. I didn't keep all of my toys from a kid, but some of them I do. Most of my Gundam crap. But yeah, no, uh, G Gundam was the first um, step outside of the mainline series. And it did not do that well over in Japan, uh, but it did gangbusters in Europe and uh, in America. And it is basically Gundam plus Power Rangers. It is amazing just it is so cheesy and i love every second of it is that the one that's racist so this... like overwatch absolutely Whoa. it is so racist it is is it so goddamn hilarious i don't okay so is this mobile CG it's racist there's in a... like an old way because I'm, I'm on the wiki what? page and there's like there's like legitimately like 50 different versions of this show it looks like including ovas and, and compilation movies yeah it's a uh, it's a lot. Yeah, like dude, if, if I were, they, it's crazy. I would not want to get into this. Just looking at this wiki page, it's like nope, too much. It can be pretty daunting now that like uh, anime is much more uh, readily available here in in the states. But like when it first came over, um, it was it was a pretty big deal. Uh, I mean, just like tsunami in general. Oh sure, Cowboy Bebop. Gundam, uh, Outlaw Star, uh, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Sailor Moon, that that kind of stuff. It was all great. Yeah, I got a little bit of memories uh, from that. And it was a horse there, Gundam? There, there, there is a horse. The horse Gundam? There's a horse Gundam. It, it was piloted by a horse, so it would have like, yep. real horse logic. Yep. Oh my fucking god, that is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a- <laughs> yeah, dude, no, yeah, G Gundam got insanely stupid, and it is in like the best way possible. Like if if I would I would just say if you think you liked it as a kid, you can actually watch a lot of the episodes on YouTube for free. Just look up G Gundam English dub and check it out. I think most of the episodes are on there. Sometimes when I'm at work, I'll just put a few on in the background. And it's oh, great. nice! Because I'm too cheap to buy the episodes because I don't think they don't. I don't actually don't think that they exist on Blu-ray. Yeah, they might not. And and uh, some of the uh, the DVDs are like expensive as fuck. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I they might had have a weird to... thing going on for, like, years. <laughs> I might have to do that. Uh, it's cool when you find out animes on YouTube for free. Because I know, like, Revolutionary Girl Utna <laughs> is, on, is on YouTube. Man, along there's with a even couple some others. just full-length movies. Um, I, yeah, there is. I think next week, uh, me and Chad, we're going to do a commentary track for uh, Chopping Mall. Which he's... Oh, my God! He's never seen before. You guys are going to watch Chopping Mall? It's the best... 
<laughs> oh my god, Dick Miller's in that movie. <laughs> Have a Everybody nice day. Everybody knows this movie but me. What? You guys watch crappy B-movies on this? Once in a while. I like it more than Shad does. Oh my god, that's that's freaking amazing. Oh yeah, I have seen Chopping Mall. Um, it's like Short Circuit meets um, what's the second Dawn of the Dead movie? Or is that it? Is it Dawn of the Dead? I, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. I was gonna say it's the worst parts of Halloween 3, just they're in a mall. Oh. <laughs> I've never seen Halloween 3. Oh. Is that the one with the Silver Shamrock? Yeah, yeah. Okay. How can, how did you not see? You know what? Let's stay on the topic of Gundam while we got you. So okay, yep, yeah. Yep. Uh, Chad, you're you're telling us our history of Gunpla. So you've you've never done this before. No, this is my first official model. Obviously, I've built a lot of Warhammer uh, models because well, right. we talk about that all the time. So this was kind of an interesting thing going in because I was like, well, I know how to cut stuff out of plastic sprues. I know how to file it down. I know how to follow instructions. Obviously, the instructions are quite a bit different, and also in Japanese. Uh, it was... But they were pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, right? they are. And Once um, you get, like, one a feel thing for I can it. tell you, one thing I can tell you is that uh, at, le- some, uh, at least most of the models that have come out in the last like ten years, uh, they do come with uh, Japanese and English instructions. Oh, yeah. So I, I the one I do believe the model that you did was uh, the goof. Yep. Goof, whatever. Uh, I, I want to say that that's an older model from like maybe 2011, 12, maybe. It should say on the box. I don't know when, when certain kits came out after a certain point. I don't pay attention to that kind of nonsense. I'm not like a hyper fan. I just enjoy building things. So it was, it was fairly I grew fun up to build. Zoids. Yeah, I remember building Zoids. Oh. Yeah. See, I. I tried building Zoids because I was like, yeah, I remember Zoids. Zoids was cool. And I did not like the builds as much as I liked the Gundam stuff because the Gundams are, they're poseable. Yeah, that's the thing. And like the Zoids were so stiff and they had like, uh, like the mechanics, like, uh, they had like the gears inside them that would make them move. And I feel like that they had that mechanism in there. It kind of prevented the whole like, oh, like fun with posing. Yeah. So Zoids were fun because they were like, animals and dinosaurs yeah but the model kits like trying to compete with gundam they're like well, we're gonna do our own gimmick and they all have a motor that will propel yes. them to walk forward and it's like i i i think they're neat looking but they are all just so rigid that way and that's what actually got mm-hmm. me into gundam was like oh you How can pose these <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's so cool yeah um i can tell you this um there are some good Zoid models that exist nowadays. Um, oh, sure. Not just like the ones, yeah. They, they kind of had a resurgence. I, I want to say a few years ago, they did like a reboot where they started uh, addressing the, their kits a little different. Mm, okay. Um, there is a, um, a model line that has come out recently that um, I've seen here and there. That reminds me a lot of Zoids, and there's actually a few in there that I'm like, I think I might pick one of those up if I ever see one while I'm out and about. Uh, I think they're called Hexagear, Hexagear models. Um, there was one that looked like the Shadow Fox, and I was like, I need to have that because I always really liked the Shadow Fox from Zoids, whatever uh, series that was from. Damn it, these look Don't. cool. Why did you show this to me? 
I don't need to uh, buy more things I, I don't I, need. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I, I, I literally saw a picture of it one time, and I was like, oh my god, this one looks so cool. I think the one that I saw was called The Weird Tales. It looks like a, like a Kyubi. These There's neat. one I saw that looked like a crab. I, I, I oh, just saw them. Oh, wow. Like, oh. Yeah, like doesn't that isn't that kind of cool? That's rad, dude. Yeah, I'm like that looks so cool. I need to have that eventually. Uh, th- some of those can be expensive. I'm just like, dang, it's like it's like almost eighty bucks. Wow, what a bummer. Oof. I I mean, yeah, it, if they're good though, sometimes it can be worth it. Um, I I I agree. Um, I did just put together a well uh, a few months ago. I put together a five hundred dollar model. Which one was that? Um, so um, I'm sure that you looked up in the in the line. They all had there's different grades of um, detail mastery. So I put together a perfect grade Gundam unicorn. Oh, okay, beautiful. Uh, yes, that's a good model. And it it is such a good model, and I'll tell you why. Um, I have. All three of the Unicorn Brothers, the Unicorn, the Banshee, and the Phoenix, in Master Grade form, and what a nightmare <laughs> it is to put those things together. It is, uh, it is just, I hate it so much. I, I've done the Unicorn, I've done the Banshee, and I have the Phoenix, which I don't know if you've seen a picture of it, but it is all in reflective gold. Oh, and. Anyone I've ever seen talk about it says this model sucks and to put it together you have to wear gloves to put it together otherwise you're going to have fingerprints all over the gold plating and it's going to look crappy. So I have it and I just haven't put it together yet. I've had it for like three years and just haven't put it together because I know it's going to be a nightmare. But I had to get it because it was a limited uh, edition release. So I'm just like well I want all three. But what a striking robot, even, though. Like, I'm looking at pictures of it. The what? The the Phoenix. It is a good. I mean, it? that's a fucking gorgeous model. Like, when it's all put together, the, the gold and the blue. Oh, is, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, yeah, dude, the, the blue is awesome. Absolutely. Um, But now it is just the master grade. There is a perfect grade form, which has like the LEDs that are built into the frame. And then it looks even it looks even more gorgeous, which is not a good sentence, but I did say it. Anyway, when you're putting those models together, you're putting together the mechanics, and so, like, when... Because I'm sure if you're looking at the pictures, you could see, oh, like, there's a closed form, and then there's, like, an open form for all the armor. It is such a nightmare on the Master Grade. Everything made so much sense. While I was putting together the Perfect Grade, I understood why everything was like that i'm like oh this is why the mold was like this wow okay i get it i understand it it was amazing the fact that i had put together those other models and hated them so much made me appreciate this model ever so much more um and then i put uh put some extra time in it i there was an led kit for it that i did buy because um i found this model on sale at one of the shops that I go to when I can, because I I don't usually ha- there's no places around my area 
that carry Gundam models, I have to drive to like Green Bay or Appleton to get them. Or sometimes I'll get them online, but I like to drive places. It's like a treasure hunt, you know? You can order sure. whatever you want online. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, I want to see what they've got. You know, maybe they got something I don't want, and I'll just find something that I do. Who knows? I like the um the building for the the guff that I got, which is a I think it was a high grade. It was yeah, it was a twenty five dollar model. It's yes. a cheap one. It put yeah. together really no, hey, easily. Some... Yeah. Which uh which was nice. Like you you think like snap together models and you're like, I don't know about that. And obviously I'm used to super glue. And mm-hmm. you know, everything really did snap together perfectly. There was a couple steps I was kinda confused by, and it turns out I had something maybe backwards or upside down. It's like, oh okay, or this has to bend a little to get in there, like that. But on the whole, I was really impressed with how well it goes together and then like how poseable it is, how stiff the joints are. Like you can have him standing on one foot and he's not going to fall over. So it is super impressive. And um, I want to say that that model, since it is a little bit older, it has uh, poly caps, which they're like they're, they're more of like a rubbery type of plastic. Oh, yeah. that th- Those go in the joints. I was really confused about those. I, either, I think I messaged Cameron. I was like, Cameron, I think I'm missing a piece of, of a, a sheet of parts because I don't see one labeled pc and he's like it should be in there and it was it was in there wedged between two others like oh there it is Mm, okay a lot of the newer kits have done away with those and they're just all abs plastic which is super nice and there it's even more it's it is even more uh like uh not as malleable as those polycaps were because over time those polycaps can uh um they wear down yep they oh, wear sure. it down. Uh, there are ways to there are ways to get around that, but uh, a lot of the newer kits don't use those, um, so they're even they're they're better. My my one complaint was largely just removing the parts from the sprues because there's a lot of that. Is I think there was like five or six sheets of sprues, and I had to use basically every part. And so you're clipping them out, you're filing them down, taking a hobby knife, getting rid of the mold lines, and it was just a lot of prep work that. I don't find particularly fun or therapeutic. I know some people like that's part of the process and, and they like that. I, I kind of just want to get to the get to the fun bit where you're assembling. I'm more of a Lego set kind of guy, I think, is what I'm I'm figuring mm. out. And then I I was using like a five dollar piece of uh uh not pliers but wire cutters, so I wasn't using like a really good pair of hobby nippers. For I this. knew I it. Like, I knew you probably were using wire cutters because <laughs> yeah, I did that too when I was. 12 so had to had to bust out the sandpaper a few times um and then what i noticed when i was doing that is i wish the plastic was a little more rigid maybe it was kind of weird to work with because it's not quite the same grade of plastic as i use with the warhammer so i I had to like relearn how to like how am i shaving this off how am i cutting what am i sanding and just how it's gonna react to the tools i use and i found it kind of easy to chip parts or kind of you know either leave them too smooth or, you know, like fuck the finish up a little or not smooth enough. And then I'm going back. And, and so I was kind of fighting with it a bit. And one of the reasons why I was like, I need to prime this black and paint it is because I want to just cover up all of the mistakes I made. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, that, the, the first time that I did a Gundam model way back in like 99, um, I just did the original wing Gundam from from Gundam wing and I colored the entire thing I cut it out with like a, a crappy like exacto blade 
mm-hmm. and it was a it was a mess. And then I colored it with permanent marker. It, it was, and I, I still have it. It is falling apart. It is is I would love to blow it up at some point. Oh, you got to keep your first one though. That's something Herc kind of beat into me. And I was like, I should repaint my first Warhammer models. I do so much better. He's like, No, you save those the way they're at because you're yep. gonna hate if you if you fuck those up. I'm like, I Okay, have- that. I have done something like like that. There was a model that I did when I was uh, like 13 or 14 that my older brother had sent me. Um, and I did a fairly decent job on that. Um, but I got another, I got the exact same model. I'm like, I'm going to do that now, one of these days, just to see how much I've improved over the years. So when I oh, do that, sure. that'll be a fun thing. Uh, so now Cameron... My... Which model did you? Which model did you do, sir? I'm I, I, I'm interested to hear both of y'all's uh, experience with this. What? What? When? What are we talking about? You in my, also did a Gundam model in my childhood, you or what I'm working one. on right now? What you're working on right now? So Where's I got. I I prefer the Master Grade scale. Me? Yep. Uh, me too. Um, I feel like the size is just right. I know they are a little more pricey, and you get a little less selection out of them. But they just—they look so lovely when they're done. They do. It, oh, it did the mechanics that you get from them, the the gimmicks that you don't expect, uh, the stuff that they change from, like maybe if you've seen pictures of them or, or whatever. Ah, it, it is so great. What master grade are you are you putting together? So right now I'm working on the Dark Hound. Ooh, ooh, okay. Now, um, I I don't know if I I don't think I shared this on the show. But we, me and Chad were talking about doing a Gundam show, and he just got a model, and it's like, you know, I want to get a model. And in Googling, I found out that uh, near, in San Diego, there's a Gundam store in our old, like, Mexico town. And all they have is Gundam what? and import, like, accessories and sandpaper and all sorts of hobby stuff, but it's just models. And it's like, I'm going to awesome. go down there. And I, I wanted to get the the most generic-looking, just typical Gundam, like the the <laughs> 01 basic-looking Gundam. Uh, I want to get a Master Grade, and it's just like, it'll look nice on my shelf representing Gundam. Okay. Uh, I walked in there, and I was so overwhelmed by the volume of model kits they had in there. And I spent is... a lot of time, because I was expecting uh-huh. it to be a hole in the wall. And I'm like, wow. And so I walked out, and I looked in my bag, and it's like, I guess I got this pirate one. I don't even know. I, whatever. This is a cool pirate it... guy. I could tell you this too. Like, even if you were just looking to put together like the OG Gundam, there is a massive selection because like every time they usually come out with like a new line or like it's some quote unquote anniversary for something, they always redo that model kit. So there's like twenty different versions of the original Gundam. Oh yeah, it's freaking nuts. Um, but this isn't my first. Uh, my first. W- I got that. Was from a what you were saying? Where was it? Back when I was like in a, a teenager and I broke out for Zoids, I got a Justice Gundam. Oh, from uh, from Gundam Seed. I don't know. I again, I never got into the anime. <laughs> I, I thought they were models first, and the anime was an afterthought, like Yu Gi Oh, or whatever. You know. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, I actually. Uh, so I remember doing several of those uh, original Seed based um, model kits and hating them. Because they were so like a, a a lot of those old ones, they didn't have the um, the full frame system that they uh, kind of all um, standardly used nowadays. 
They just have like the, especially on the chest, it's super noticeable. For the arms, they just have two like, uh, not even joints. They're just like two spots that poke straight out, and you just put the the arms on there, and they don't bend at all. They're just so stiff. Oh man, classic. I hate it. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> assembling it, and compared to Gazoids, it was a step up. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, this doesn't seem like the best ever, but it's mine. And it was in my budget because I'm a stupid child. <laughs> um, yes. So, I, th- and that was like the last Gundam model I did for a while. Fast forward, uh, I had a mental breakdown and quit my job. Oh, damn. Because um, I got a new job offer. And it's like, okay, I need to take like a month off, though, before I start. And my new boss was like, yeah, sure, okay. And so I... I uh, I had to unwind, and I thought, I'm going to buy a Gundam, because I don't know why. Like, I was at the bookstore, and they had a nice model, and it's like, that one's pretty. I'm going to get that one. Hell yeah. And so, that was, uh, how do you pronounce it? The Musha. Oh, yeah. The Musha Gundam. Oh, Which nice. I think, you got it. this might be, like, my favorite design ever, because this is my other problem. When I went to the Gundam store to get another one, it was also kind of like, yeah, but none of these are the Musha. Like, I already did the good one. Um, um <laughs> like just for, for my personal tastes, I love halberds. So like Yeah. That he doesn't have a halberd literally, but he, he has like a thing it's a Japanese equivalent. Oh, yeah, it's, I think it's I think it's tech, uh, what's it the Naginta. Yeah. Um and, uh, and I did like a photo shoot because I was so proud and I, oh, I was nice. happy with how they turned out. Oh, that's got um, that glossy uh gold trim as well. That's not just like yellow, that's like legitimate Oh, metal, yeah. If you look classic. real closely, you can see every mold line that I didn't file down correctly, and you can see every fingerprint of me assembling it. Yep. Yay! And that's great. Because it, those are your fingerprints, it, man. It, it's a charm. It's mine. Yep. And he, he's going to save America. That's what. So now here's the so, question. You, so you recently did this one, or this is no. when you did when you, when you kind of got back into it? This was me getting back into it, I want to say, a little over two years ago. Oh, okay. So it is a re- it's one of the new recent ones. Well, that's good. I, I haven't done the Musa Gundam. I, I, I know what it is. I've just never done it. Yeah, I, I love this model. But doing after seeing this and then the comparison to the high grade, it's like, yeah, I need a master grade. So that's why I ended oh, yeah, up getting the no, dark yeah. hand. And I'm about, like, I'm halfway done assembling it. Uh, I haven't done the detailing, of course. Like, I'm, I want to I kind of get the parts together and then do the detailing. But um, that's where, that's my history of Gunpla. All right. Matt, I know your history is... How many models do you have? Uh, over, over 150. That's a lot. Now, now I don't have them all displayed or anything because a lot of them are like ones that I did from when I was like a kid, uh, and they're just like all in boxes or like torn apart, and I just like have them in like they're like oh if I need spare parts when I'm doing like a custom build or something then I'll like tear them out. But I always keep the um, I always keep the manual, and I always cut the top of the box out because um, in college I was a real weirdo and traveled around because I moved so much. Um, I kept all the all of my boxes just intact together when they were all in like individual in their individual boxes and I was like eventually like this is so stupid I can't keep traveling around with all these boxes like some weirdo so I decided I needed to downsize and grow up a little bit manage my inventory 
There you go. And then yeah. that gave me a reason to buy even more Gundams. Uh, for me, it's just, I, I just love building stuff. Uh, when I was a kid, it was like Tinker Toys, Legos, Lincoln Logs. Like I just like building stuff. I don't display. I, I, I have them in my house. Um, I don't like do tons of crazy photo shoots or anything like that. I don't put them on uh, Instagram or anything. This is it's more of just like a me thing. Like I, I just love building stuff, and that's it. I don't know. That's really that's really it. There's a few people I've met over the years that enjoy doing it um and i could tell you this i I am not a big fan of other gundam fans myself (laughs) i i I think this is a recurring thing that's come up on the show where as much as we love things boy do fandoms ruin stuff fast oh yeah absolutely dude i i've been to i've been to two competitions and most, not all, of the individuals that would be submitting a a, a kit just would want to were there to like talk about the anime and like not about modeling or like what they liked about the like the kits or like the build or like what they were doing. But they were just like there to talk about the anime. There was literally a kid there. Oh, I say kid, but he was clearly grown up. It was just there. He was just dressed in all anime attire, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I I uh, just sat in my car because didn't want to talk to this kid. <laughs> oh god! I called him Weeaboo Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he had on like a Gundam shirt, and he had like a Gurren Lagann necklace on. Oh and he my! Was okay, wearing yeah. like anime like Ash Ketchum gloves, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, like look. Okay, I I like I love Gundam, but I I I don't make an like Gundam my my soul being and purpose. It's not I like Gundam, but it's not my personality thing. I, they, there's like so many people I feel like that they just they have like a few things, and that's like all they represent themselves as, and it bugs the absolute crap out of me. I got a question for you, Matt. So because yes. Your your thing is less about the fandom than and, and maybe even the anime and more of just like the building. Do you do you like buy any of the adult Lego sets? Do you branch out to other kinds of um, models? You know what? I have thought about that in recent years. I because I I've noticed. Um, I always do go down the Lego aisle when I'm at work. Oh my god, my phone. Um. I would buy some Lego sets just because I haven't done any in like a long time. Um, they're so expensive. Yeah, that is the issue. There's with Lego. like ones I would like to do because uh, it looks like they're actually coming out with some of the older sets, but they're like almost three hundred, four hundred dollar sets, and it's just like, oh, that's not even gonna take up so, that much space. Yeah, you know it's funny um, because I grew up with Lego, like that was like a family thing. Yeah. And I think that's maybe what kind of uh, gets me into Warhammer and Gundam because it's a similar approach to the hobby, but it's also like for a hundred dollars, I can get a lot of Warhammer models and put together a little army. And for a hundred dollars, I can get like two or three Gundam kits that I would want and they'll look great. Or put the time in. Yeah. For a hundred dollars, I can get the Queer Eye Lego set. (laughs) 
<laughs> is there a queer eye Lego set? Yeah, I just linked it there. Um, it's actually funny. Oh my god! <laughs> Le- Lego uh, got sued over it because one of the guys wears a. It's either a shirt or he has a tattoo, but it's a copyrighted design. And so the guy that owns the design sued Lego because it's like, hey, Queer Eye doesn't own that. You can't just put that on a Lego set. And it, it turned yeah. into this whole controversy. What? Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I, I've seen Queer Eye. That show is pretty good. So I would rather get Gundams than the Queer Eye Lego set. Uh, there is one. There's a Lego set that I did see uh, that would let me up here. Um, that came out with the release of Horizon Forbidden West. So okay, I, oh, bef- I want to interrupt yeah. you right now. I want to interrupt you okay. because I I went to Google and I said gay Lego set. The three re- oh. the three results: uh, <laughs> queer eye Lego set, the rainbow flag Lego set, or the Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> Forbidden West Lego set. <laughs> what? Which is what? also a hundred dollars. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like a little small, like it's a broad, like it's like one of the brontosaurus satellite dish dinosaurs. They that, <laughs> and they, of course they've like sold out like the the second they were put online. I'm like, I want that, but I'm not. I don't want to spend that much, and it's in there. Yeah, like the Lego set I would like to buy next is like 170 bucks, and that can kind of fuck off. Like that is a yeah that's a I'm, lot yeah <sighs> i wanted to get the sonic one and it's like you know it doesn't even look that good like let alone expensive i'm not even happy with the design oh man that's lame <sighs> yeah i mean i don't remember when <sighs> i don't remember what specifically got me out of legos but i know purchasing them was like starting to become a bigger deal and yeah gundam kits oh, even though one. back in the day even though back in the day Gun- gundam was pretty hard to find uh, we had a um a hobby town here in Sheboygan for a while, but then it closed down, and there was no other place that I knew of that you, I, that I could get like the kits. So for like I want to say ninth grade up until I was uh maybe like a out of college, I barely did like two or three kits, and then like once I found them again, I started doing them a lot more, and I was like, this is great. In between, though, I mean, I, I do have some friends that are always, like, doing the Lego kits, but they have kids, too, so they do them with their kids, and I'm like, ah, oh, if I had that, if, if I had some kids, then I would do the Legos more, but I don't, so. I will say, the last Lego set I built, which was a uh, um, a K-pop stadium little set from a, a line that didn't sell worth a shit, so it was kind of cheap. It was It was fun to build. Like, there is definitely something... Very special, but yeah, the the cost is so prohibitive. Oh sure, and Warhammer is not cheap either. Like if you spend a hundred dollars on Warhammer, you're gonna get maybe uh, ten to fifteen models, like depending on what your army is. So it comes yeah. down to though, because you have I to paint them, and that crazy. takes a lot of time. Yeah, I um uh I had a friend come with me one time to go get um a few uh, kits up in Green Bay, and he was really into Warhammer, and there was just like one little set it was like 23 bucks and it was just one guy oh yeah (laughs) and i was like what the heck you know i want to i want to show you one i'll find it okay keep keep talking um i mean like i I, it was high quality plastic for sure it was like uh uh, metal injected uh yeah you could see like the little like like the metal gloss injected paint or the plastic which is awesome and i 
I work with real plastic every day, plastic ejection mold, molding, so like I, I could appreciate some of the stuff that they do to make these plastics the way they do, um, which is great. Oh, Cameron, I'm looking at your Musha Gundam stuff. I didn't even know that they guy, you guys were posting the pictures in here until you said you posted that Queer Eye thing. Um, this is the Musha Gundam Mark II. You know that there is a another one, right? I'm aware uh, now. I don't think I was at the time. Mm, yeah, you should you should try you should do the other one too. I think you would like to have both of them standing together, ready to fight. So, um, as a as a fan of the models and just of Gundam in in general, I also collect a lot of the uh, video games. Oh um, yeah. So I don't don't know if you know. I'm sure maybe maybe you knew this, but the um, there is a Musha or a. Uh, Gundam Dynasty Warriors game that came out in like 2007 or 8. Is it really? I didn't know that. Yes. Um, there's three of them. The first one came out way back when, but uh, the Musha Gundams are in that game. So you can like play as them, I do believe. Yeah, there, there's uh, at least three or four Dynasty Gundam uh, games. I love Musas. They can be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just beat up goodness, and like the storylines are stupid and ridiculous and, you know, but frankly whatever. um i i gotta say gundam is a perfect fit for muso oh it, oh it is it's it's so awesome it's so great the first game was broken as shit okay i sent you a, a or i posted a warhammer model okay vincent van gogh oh, wait what no below that oh the chaos demons Belcor, the Dark Master. Yeah, so Belcor is a pretty important demon, but it's also like it's one static model for one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh wow! And okay. <laughs> it's like oh boy, that looks cool, but mm, oh, can't quite man. justify it. How big is it? How big is it? I guess that I guess that's the question I I would ask. I'm like, okay, for one hundred fifty bucks, that better have like a very good shelf presence. Like, that better be like maybe like six, maybe like twelve inches. Like it better be. Oh, pretty it's definitely big. not that big. Oh God! Well, fuck that. I actually don't know how uh, big it is, but I I don't think anything's. Most things are not that big in Warhammer unless it's like a vehicle. Oh okay. Here's a man with a ruler. Let me see the man with the ruler not measuring his penis. Oh. A comparison size. Oh my God. It's under seven inches. Oh, what? Yeah, so think, while we're looking yeah, at this, most of the f- I kind of want to quick touch on because um, I tr- I'm I'm painting my Gundam right. Like that was my whole thing is I'm gonna spray paint this black and I'm going to give it a full custom paint job, and that's mm-hmm. been that's been really interesting because I don't normally paint anything at this scale or with like flat panels like this. So some of the tricks that you can do with, with Warhammer models and scale models of that size don't really work. I, I don't think I can really dry brush this because it's just not going to take that very well. I was, so I've had I, do- I, I, I had for sure, I'm like, he's going to try to dry brush some of this <laughs> and I knew it. I thought about doing it for, for reds on like the, the, the chest piece and the eye and I was like, this isn't going to fucking work. I got to rethink how I'm going to do the highlights and stuff on this. And I've had to just kind of custom highlight everything, which is the first time I've done that with, and that's been fun. But Ooh, painting so these yeah, models you is have to like figure it out. That's great. Yeah, 
painting these is really kind of difficult though because you don't want any brush brush marks everything's got to be really smooth and like the blue i'm using is a little transparent so i have to put like three or four layers of blue on to get like a really good coat and so it's been it's been a little difficult and a little tedious so I, I kind of got the torso and the head done. I said, okay, you know what I'm going to do? This is looking all right. It's not perfect, but I'm getting there. But I keep the paints getting so flimsy that it's 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 scratching off and, and falling off when I touch it. Like it's just, ooh, the adhesion's not really working. I need to put some varnish on this and just seal it. Uh, so I take it outside and I poster putty the, the what I got to a piece of wood because I don't have any gloves. And the varnish I have is very toxic. And the motherfucker falls off the piece of wood and hits the concrete. And uh, I did not scream, but internally I was like, uh-oh. Found all the parts <laughs> that broke. I, I I did glue it back together. And then I realized the varnish I got was kind of dry and weird. And it turns out it's a wood varnish, not a plastic varnish. It was in in the paint section of my local hardware store. And I was like, oh, no, and it's oil-based. Uh, so today was I a scary day because I was told, give it two days to dry. It might be fine. And it turns out it seems to be fine. I put some more coats over the chips that, the, the paint chips, and, and and match the color, and it, it it's it's back to normal. The glue is holding for now, um, so onwards we go. But it, there's been a lot of ups and downs with painting this fucker, and I still have all the all the limbs, and then I'll probably go back and do other details. So it's turning into quite the project. My God, man, <laughs> that sounds like an epic tale. I need to go buy more uh, uh, spray paint so I can prime or finish priming the the limbs. But I might have to disassemble them a little bit uh, just so I can make sure I like get everything. Yeah, dude. I tell you what. Um, when I come up next, probably for the game jam at the end of January, I will bring my like spray paint stuff with me, and we could like, and I'll maybe I'll get one or two kits that i have uh, i could just grab some she can do some custom little small builds and they'll be fine we can do a custom build and uh paint stuff up there and it'll be great it'll, it'll be simple it'll be easy I'll, I'll bring my uh my alligator clips and my uh drying racks that i custom made it took forever and, and it, we we can go through all of it i have yeah i have a feeling my, my ups and downs are because I'm doing things wrong, and so it's not like the model's fault or the design philosophy of Gundam's fault. It's it's just I'm being a cheap moron. There was a time there are, like, when I dropped that thing, and I was like, I might be done with this project. If this is broke enough where I, I it'll be too hard to fix or the paint's all fucked up, like, I don't know if I have it in me to start over, because I've put quite a few hours into the paint job. Yeah, it's it not seems even, like, like that great of a paint job. It's just getting all the the colors to lay flat and look nice requires requires some work. There's a reason why everybody airbrushes these things. Uh, when I watch the YouTube videos, I was like, no one's yep. really fucking using a brush. It's like, oh, because that's the, the, the hard way to do it. I am happy I have, to... I have seen people do it, but they... Okay, so here's like a thing that uh, Bandai does. They actually do make Gundam-specific paint. Of course they do. Yeah, they sell all of their shit for their model kits it's kind of ridiculous uh um but yeah uh because i when i when i because when i saw you have a few pictures i'm like oh man he's using airbrush paint to do all this that's gotta be that's gotta be a little bit of a nightmare i would say this though 
you're not wrong for wanting to do some dry brushing on it because um, on some of the kits that I have done airbrushing to, like one of the way to get get good like chipped metal feel is to do um, dry brushing with like a silver or like a gold to have like the uh, that underlying uh, metal like kind of pop. Um, so like it's not a technique that you uh, wouldn't want to. You don't want to use it for the whole thing. But for some certain effects that you're going for, that's awesome. And when I noticed that, I was like, damn, he's putting some, some, some good work into this. I was appreciating it. Yeah, I got to do a I, lot I of have to, I have to ask. I wanted to ask you this because every time you held up the, the chassis for a photo, you never did a side photo. And it looked like um, where the arm went, it looked like you had something inside of the of the polycap it was i ain't going insane or something there's uh you're talking so the last picture i posted had a piece of i did it silver are you talking um let me i'll bring this back down on the side of the chest where like where you would attach the arm yeah yeah this this one did you put something inside of the um the shoulder joint shoulder no that that's little, uh, that was that's supposed to be there i think i might have it might be in wrong but there is a part that goes in there and fills in kind of that and then the the arm pops in inside that but it, it's a it's just kind of oh. a decorative piece which is why i did it in silver i thought it'd be cool if you could like barely see it um okay no, i maybe it's it i know that when you take a picture in just like the normal lighting the kits always look wonky so i'm just yeah. like maybe that's just like the lighting i like how you uh did uh the gold fin on 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 the front i think that that looks awesome oh it, it's silver I, it I looks like, gold um, in that picture oh it is it looks gold oh, okay. oh i put funny. a i put a stain on it i put i i, I did a, a wash on that just because i wanted to dull it down and make it look a little grimy it, it so it does it does have a bit of a gold tint but it is like silver with a a dark flesh wash basically Mm, okay. I like it. I, I, I am excited to see. Now, have you done any of the other parts, or have you just mainly been working on the chassis? Just, just the Yeah, just the, the chassis and the head. Um, everything else oh, okay. I still have to prime. I'm excited to do the shoulders, because the shoulders are cool. And then the gun, yeah. I think, is going to be really fun, and the sword's going to be really fun. The legs are probably going to be kind of tedious, if I'm being honest, but that's Yeah, the, is the what legs it is. are always, uh, in my opinion, the, like, the legs can always be like the worst part, especially it, especially when you're building a, a a master grade. It's always a treat to do the chest, the head, but then when you get to those arms and legs, depending on the kit you're building, it can just be kind of like a slog. So I always try yeah. to do chest, head, one arm, one leg, and then vice versa. But I'll usually, uh, and then the accessories can usually, I usually will do the accessories first. Just because you want to be able to put them on there. So you're just done with the kit. But don't worry. Whatever. Let me see if I can find one of my... I got some pictures in here of one of my builds that I did for a competition a while back. I have this... Uh, I have a game called Gundam Breaker. Which is a Japanese only game. But it does have American subtitles. And it is basically... Gundam model building the game, so you can collect kits in there and you can build your own, which is awesome. Oh wow, that and is I cool. Don't know why Bandai 
hasn't just made this a thing you can buy. Just release, like, if you buy a kit, and then maybe you, like, enter in a code into this, like, software, you can download a 3D model of the suit. Because um, the way that they make uh, the instructions is they make the 3D kits in, like, you know, like like a 3D mesh, and then, like, all those, like, instructions you see, though those are all 3D models. They just have them printed in such a way that they're, like, they go into each other on the manuals. Oh. But those are all 3D. Those are all 3D. Like, they could, like, have those out, and people would go gangbusters for that. That would be so cool. I would love that. But in lieu of that, there's this game that exists where I can put together and concept out some of the Gundams that I've wanted to make over the past, or in, in, in the past, they don't have every single kit that exists, but they have a good amount. How can I add stuff to this? Oh, upload file. Um, while you're doing that, the, I found the paints. They're actually only three ninety nine per paint. I thought they yeah, were going to be more. Like, that's not oh, bad. No. Um, when Tim and I were up there, what two months ago? We actually stopped at uh one at a one of the malls before we left, uh like the whole city, and we went into one store and they had a crap ton of model kits in there. I actually bought two of them before before we left. So like you do have a place you could go, Chad, to to just go check out some and get some model kits. I don't know if they have any painter stuff there, but they might. I didn't look that hard. Oh, what's, wait, I'm sorry, what store did you say this was? Was Was it the mall? Oh, I, I was probably the PopCap store. Yeah, there's like a, a very, you know, anime, gaming, toys, stuff. Yeah, I I go there. Probably, yeah, it was very, like, anime. I'm like, I don't know what store this is, but they've got Gundam models. I'm going in there. Because I usually go in there to see what they have for, like, alien toys. Mmm, okay, yep, I did see some stuff in there, like, like, like that, so, okay. Is that where you get the stuff that you have on your shelf? Oh, uh, some of it, yeah. Cool. Those are some cool uh, action figures. Okay, I want to interject real quick. Uh, Matt, did you ever... Yeah. Did you play that new Gundam game that just came out? Um, the There was two of them that just came out. Gundam so I, I, I Evolution. Evolution? Yeah. I did. Um, I thought it was going to be like Gundam plus Overwatch. Yeah. Um, But it... It was okay. It's okay. Um, it's free. <laughs> it's it's free. Um, ah, the thing it it I was expecting Gundam plus Overwatch, but it kind of felt like Gundam Rainbow Six Siege because like you've got all these giant robots with you know, and they'll like go down in like two or three hits, and I was just like, what is this? I think that's what kind of bugged me was that uh, that the time to kill is really short. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. And the balance so is was... weird because you'll see like really cool characters, <coughs> but it's like I got the little tank tread man. I'm just gonna shoot you. And I win. Yep. Uh, it, it seems and that, like there's like not a lot of abilities that help out the entire like the at, like people at, like everyone as a team. Like there are a few suits that that can do buffs to other suits, but it's not for very long. So I was like, is this not, like, a team game? I also didn't like the color uh, options. Like, they, they did the Overwatch thing where you can uh, get skins out of loot boxes, but it's like... Yeah, I it's saw that. It's just, like, that. really, I... like, here's a lime green color. 
And yeah, they were like it, it bums me out because it's like, oh, you guys could have done something really special, <laughs> and you kind of whiffed it a bit. I can tell. I, I I don't know who developed the game, but it definitely doesn't seem like a team of Japanese developers did this. It seems like an American developer who doesn't who maybe didn't know what a lot of the property was, because a lot of the Gundam or the the mobile suits in there aren't exactly from like the same universe yeah they they hopped around a bit and i i get the idea that they probably have some important ones that they're holding in reserve for like content in the future sure the roster right now feels disjointed and weird it it was it was odd and and, you know maybe i'm wrong i just didn't care enough to look into into the development of it so maybe i'm wrong and if i am i don't care um but yeah, I played it for a few hours. Uh, the we it came out like what two weeks ago, and I was just like, ah, all right. I'm usually not super into a lot of the Gundam games, even though I collect them. Yeah, there is a better. V- I'm not going to say it's a better version of this game, but um, if you are looking for a good Gundam game to play and you like that kind of style, there is a game that you can get on the um, PlayStation Store or. Um, on Steam, I think it's just called Gundam Battlefront, um, and that's more of a a game that utilizes the whole like we're in giant robots idea. You can actually like fly around as like a little like marine or like a little character, and you actually get to fly into and pilot the suits themselves, and like you know feel like the suit you're in has weight. You can destroy buildings, and like you can do a lot of damage based on what suit you're in. It makes you feel like you're in a giant robot, and it's fun. Yeah, that's another thing. Or, the game is so floaty, Evolution. It, oh, yeah. There's no sense of scale. And I remember once I was defending a point, and I noticed the wall that I was hugging had a little staircase. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm ten stories high right now. I, I kind of, oh, you know, it's like, I, I forgot because it's not present. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm sure that they scaled everything to be, like, the same, which is... Uh, also that, not correct, for- but... Yeah, it's not for a game. That's fine, whatever. The thing, one of the things that bugged me was the level design. I never knew where I was on a map because everything looked the same. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this this side of the map looks exactly as the other side of the map. Where am I? So I feel like, and sometimes Gundam is very funny to me because it's it's uh, withheld the test of time. Yeah, it has been this uh giant icon in japan and around the world as this like iconic japanese thing it, for some people it was the best part of the ready player one trailer was just seeing a oh. gundam you know it's like wow you know people just love gundam but at the same time it's this very bizarre property that has so many downs and so many weird left turns that it's kind but of you funny that it's like i the the, totally the good part still comes through <laughs> I agree, but you know what? I don't know any other series that has done as much as Gundam. They're like, mm-hmm. let's throw Gundam at this genre, this genre, this thing of media, this thing. They're just like, whatever they can throw against the wall, most of it doesn't stick. But at least it's interesting to be like, at least they're trying shit. Yeah, they don't give up. I, they, they're so it, it, it's just it's fascinating and. It, as a passive fan of it, I, I guess I'm more than a passive fan, but like whatever, uh, is 
interesting to be like, man, this is the kind of like invigoration like Dragon Ball Z needs, like. Because there's, I mean, there's the, the new Dragon Ball movie was actually pretty awesome. I mean, I won't lie about that, but like, I've always wished that they would take a similar idea, like Dragon Ball, just do something really different with it. Just never do that. It's always Goku and friends and a powerful enemy. Man, you it's know like, what oh, I really okay. loved was Xenoverse Saga because mm, it was just fan fiction. Yeah, and I loved it. And it's like, okay, this is pretty good. They went through all the important story beats, and then they announced a sequel. And it's like, well, they already did the whole anime. What can they do? And the sequel was them time traveling to all the non-canon movies. Yeah, and it's like that's it so clever. <laughs> I can't believe I never thought of that. I, oh, you well, know. okay. There, there does exist a thing that I found out about years ago that made me think that Akira Toriyama stole all of his ideas or some of them from this fan-made property have you ever heard of dragon ball multiverse no let me pull it up here because this might blow your mind when you like let look at this it's a like a fan-made community where people just write their own fan fiction and people they do their own comics and stuff like that and a lot of the it's there's a bunch of ideas in here that kind of pop through into dragon ball super like the whole multiverse, uh, uh, tur- or multi universe tournament. That honestly thing. would not surprise me at all that he stole and ideas. It's, it's all in here. Uh, and uh, some of the ideas in here are really like fun and cool. Um, it, I won't say that there was some, there wasn't some stuff in super that I, uh, liked, but I didn't actually really watch super. I watched like the highlights and people just told me fun stuff I should check out. I just watched the movies. <laughs> I did watch the movies. I have never hated any movie more in my entire life than The Resurrection of Free. That one made me laugh a lot. <laughs> it was a comedy. I was, <laughs> I That's was a hell of an like, opinion. So furious in the movie theater. I'm like, I hate this. I hate I, everything that this is. Chad, did you see Resurrection F? Oh God, no! I I I don't. My, so the only time I watch Dragon part, Ball Z is if it's there's a uh, part where Goku is fighting Frieza, and Frieza's like, "I'm going to become a Super Frieza," and Goku's like, "I'll become a Super Saiyan," and then somebody shoots Goku with a gun, and he dies. Mm-hmm. It's the best. <laughs> it's fucking. That, that does sound. And then the Earth blows up, and so they just <sighs> God shows up and says, mm, "I want the Earth to not blow up," and so they undo it, and then. And then they, like, cheat and defeat Frieza by time traveling. And he's like, yeah, yep, you win this so time. Stupid. I'll be back. Like, you know, and he flew off to the Cobra sh- Command. The <laughs> shitty thing about that is, like, you. I knew how the movie was going to end in the first five minutes because they do the time skip thing when the purple kitty blows up his planet. He's just like, oh, you can't do that. Here's time travel. Yeah. Like, fuck off. I, you know what I, what I love, though, was there's a part where Bulma's looking for the Dragon Balls. Yeah. And they're like, you know, Bulma, why do you need the Dragon Balls? What are you going to ask Shenron for? And it's like, well, you know, I, I wanted to take, like, about three years off my, my wrinkles on my face. Like, not too much, because yep. people think I had work done, but enough that I look better. And it's, like, played as a joke. <laughs> But then it cuts. It, is, it cuts to Frieza, and Frieza's like, yep. "We will find the Dragon Balls." It's like, oh, "Frieza, you want to be immortal?" He's like, "No, I want to be about three inches taller." Taller, not so tall. <laughs> yeah. People know I did something, but I will look taller. 
Yeah, and all his all his minions are looking at each other like, "What the fuck are we doing? Why are we here?" I love Resurrection you know, like, F. It's terrible in all the right ways, but it's terrible. Uh, it seems like a the thing that really bugged me about that maybe it's just like the newer Dragon Ball Super stuff is all of the the food humor. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I don't know. That's not that's not funny to me in the slightest. Like in in Z, it was kind of funny that just like ate a whole bunch of food. They they lean into it that, a bit. They lean into it way too hard. Okay. Oh, the only reason that the <laughs> powerful gods of destruction don't blow up the planet is because they have good food. What? Fuck off. Okay. I, no, that, I Not that I'm not enjoying this out. conversation, but I just saw the time. We've been talking for like an hour and ten minutes already. Okay. So I, I do want to wrap up. Is there anything that you want to share with the world about your love of Gunpla and how much fun it is to say Gunpla and that's why you have Gunpla tattooed on your ass? Uh, how did you know that? Look, it was a rough time in my life, man. All right, but I don't, I don't need to talk about that. Uh, no, I'd say, um, if you like, if you like Gundam model, if you like Gundam at all, and you like building stuff, uh, get a high grade. Um, just any new high grade that's come out in the last like ten years is a nice little snap together kit. It could take you maybe like forty five minutes to an hour, depending on the size of the box or whatever Man, you, you um, know what i love about the high grade there's such a great selection and they're really nice kits like the, it's not a compromise are. to get the cheaper one nope. it, if you know what you want out of it i like the master grade but really if you just think the robot suits look cool get a high grade you will enjoy it it doesn't feel like a cheap toy it's a it's a oh, cheap model yeah. they, they, they're like they were literally marketed as action figure model kits and they're red <laughs> They're rad as hell. If you know, like, if you want to feel a little bit safer, if you got kids or whatever, glue them together, and they're still fine. You can play with them. I go nuts with, with it. You can take a few and put their parts together because they have like a standard now, so you can like switch out a lot of the parts and stuff. Make your own. Have your kids just be creative and have fun with it. Gundam is fun. Just uh, yeah. Use your imagination, man. It's good, it's good for something. <laughs> How about you, Chad? Do you recommend your experience that you you love so much because you're having so much fun? I don't know. I don't know if I'll get another one. Um, I It all depends on how this project eventually will end and how happy I am with the result. Because if I have like a really badass like robot on my shelf that I got to, to paint, I could see doing this again. And then ideally, round two will go much smoother because I will have you know, learned from all of the mistakes I am making. Like, well, I'm the can, fucking can, can, model before tell. you cut it out of the sprues. It is good to have a good uh, cutter. Yeah, I can tell yeah. you that. Yeah, tools don't, help. Don't use a five dollar yep, good wire cutters. Yeah, At that Gundam I store, got... I got very nice sandpaper because I I didn't have any, and then they had some like hobby sandpaper. It's like, oh, that's perfect. I'll mm -hmm. just get this. And it's like it's soft. They're cut into narrow uh, sheets. Oh yeah, and 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 they all come in. They come in the different um, the different grits. Yep, the different grits. So you can like sand down certain stuff to, to a certain extent. It goes from like two forty to like ten thousand. Yeah, grit. that's so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I I think we had a lot of fun talking about models. I uh, hell yeah. I I would love to chat more, but as is tradition, we always close out the show with a glad space. We got to reflect on something this last week that we enjoyed uh chad do you want to start our glad space circle glad sure space circle. 
Um, so I, I mentioned this last week, I think, that I was doing some rewrites for a book because a uh, friend of mine who also is a writer actually you know, read it and gave me feedback. And so this last week, I rewrote most of chapters 11 and 12 and then sent them to him. And, and he's like, hey, these are better. You did it. You, you really fixed a lot of my problems. Because I'm at a point where I can't fucking tell anything. I, I've put so many stupid hours and emotions into this thing that it's just... <laughs> It's just like might as well be ones and zeros. I'm 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 pretty frazzled and, and fed up with it. So I'm like, okay, cool. No. We're almost done with this rewrite. I got I got a couple more big chapters left to fix, but the the annoying ones I think are done. So that was that was really nice to hear. All right. What about you, Cameron? I'm trying to find the correct link here. Okay, I found oh. it. Uh, so I mentioned earlier that I was doing some research for the show. Mm-hmm. One of the things that this led me to was a YouTube channel where he kind of focuses on toys, but a lot of uh, Saturday morning cartoons also, which typically there's an overlap there. Uh, of course. But this uh, YouTube channel, it's called Toy Galaxy. And he's done several videos about the history of Gundam. But also, I've been watching a lot of his videos because he has some, like, oddly specific deep dives. Like, he did a whole half hour on Garbage Pail Kids, and then a oh half hour gosh. on the Garbage Pail Kids movie. <laughs> oh. Because there's, there's more to tell there, movie. you know? Oh, my God. Uh, so I strongly recommend Toy Galaxy. It, it's a very fun YouTube channel. Uh, hmm. He covers a lot of different things. I think if you're listening to this show, you're probably going to enjoy his content. For sure, there's some okay. overlap there. I need to check that out. Oh, you know what? I know what kit this is. Yeah, this is a kit that just came out. Adam Savage even did a a, a whole like yeah you know, on his YouTube channel. He built this Gundam kit oh, that they okay, have yeah. on this thumbnail. Adam Savage was going nuts building a model kit. So if I that doesn't inspire video. anybody to at least check it out. <sighs> Yeah, there's a lot of good... Okay. Like, I, I, I could spend time on this YouTube channel. There's some good shit here. Yeah, I think you're going to like it. Um, I think you don't have to watch the Garbage Pail Kids episode, but you should watch the one on the movie. Okay. Um, the I don't, You're not familiar with the movie at all? I, no. I, I'm not too familiar with Garbage Pail Kids in general. So no. the idea was... Uh, like They have these like big fat heads because they're kind of like a parody of the Cabbage Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. And so for the movie, they made these uh, animatronic puppet heads. So it's just like they, they'd hire a dwarf and put the giant head on them. Oh, my God. But to get the like the face stuff to animate right and all the machinery and stuff, there wasn't a whole lot of room to breathe. So the director <laughs> was like, well, let's get a doctor in here and he'll figure out how long a dwarf can hold his breath. <laughs> and, and so they, they, they did a test run what and they the determined, fuck? okay... We can put a dwarf in one of these helmets for like seven minutes. So every shoot was, uh, they had a doctor with a stopwatch. Say, okay, put the helmets on now. They hit the stopwatch. And after seven minutes, the doctor would say, he's had enough. And they would stop. What the fuck? And give him a break. (laughs) I need to check that out. That's for sure. Yeah, if you don't want to see Toy Galaxy, at least seek out this bizarre story of the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Okay. Um, Matt, do you have a glad space? I don't know if Chad told you uh, to prepare one. Uh, no, he didn't. But I, while while you guys were talking, I I thought of one. Uh, on Monday, I I came home and um, 
I had bought a new telescope that I had not put together Ooh. yet, so I spent about an hour putting that together, um, and I'll probably get to use it later tonight, or maybe a little bit tomorrow. So yeah, I got a new telescope. Oh, we'll so, watch the neighbors like... undress, huh? Hell yeah, <laughs> old man Jenkins. Hmm. I love the Jenkins. What? <laughs> that was so that's my glad space. That's Telescopes is a very good glad space, I got to say. Shazam, dude! Jupiter's really, really awesome at this time of year. It's actually close to the moon right now. Yeah, I love my Jupiter. Facebook are telling me to go look at it. So I should probably go outside tonight and yep. see if I can find it. It, it, it should be pretty close to the moon, so yeah, the, the nice. Jovia. Yeah, I mean, like in the sky, not not relative space, but right, directional. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, Matt, thanks again for coming by. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. It was it was fun. It was a good chat. I hope Chad learned his lesson and he will not paint his models in the future. <laughs> I don't like how they look unpainted. They look like toys, and I don't want it to look like a toy. Get, you, all you give can, us shelf full of alien to, toys. You, Those don't look like toys. They look like mini statues that are cool. <laughs> they do. Ch- Chad, you know what? All sometimes all you need to do is just put a top coat on, a gloss or a matte coat, and they look so much you know, better. And they look so they look so much better. That's actually a good idea. I could have just done a matte coat. <laughs> yep. Like I <laughs> said, dude, when I come up in, at the end of January, I'll bring my stuff and we'll do another one and we'll, we'll make sure it goes smooth. All right. That sounds fun. And then we'll, we'll make you do another in January song. Too. We'll, You're more yeah, than welcome camera, to All the way from California? We'll put top coats on everything. Hell yeah. Ha- and, You're going to need to bring two because it's cold. Doing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good night, everybody. Except Matt, good morning. Yep. Night, everybody. Oh, it's still morning. So now what?